You're listening to the Australian Water Association podcast series. My name is Joe Taranto and joining me is Doug Van Gelder, National Manager for Utilities at Esri Australia. And we're discussing mobility mapping. Welcome, Doug. Thank you, Joe. Good to be here. Esri Australia's got quite a long history of working with the Northern Territory Power and Water Corporation. Um, can you tell me about the sorts of um, services and also issues that, that you've been working through with them in the last few years? Yeah, so we've been working with NT Power and Water Corporation for approximately eight years. Um, predominantly with their asset management teams, uh, integrating with their asset management systems. And they support the networks for electrical, water and gas in the Northern Territory. On the water side, which is what we're talking about today, they, they actually identified between 2013 and 2016 that they had a, a bad water leakage problem. They did an audit and found that there was approximately 15% of properties in the Northern Territory had a leak, which created a um, a loss of water, therefore loss of revenue, additional cost to the community. Did that seem surprisingly high compared to other states or territories? Or do you think it's representative? Hard to say. It is hard to say, yes. It's, um, it's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. It's a lot of water too. It's a lot of water. So in terms of what NT Power and Water were looking to do to address this issue, they started to develop a, a program. Can you tell us a little bit about where they started and then where you took the program next? The NT um, Power and Water Corporation developed the Living Water Smart program and that was focused at fixing the problem, fixing the leaks. Um, and so they, they came up with a number of sub-programs to that. One of those was actually the Community Leak um, Repair Program. And what they did is they needed to understand exactly where the leaks were, gather some information or data on those leaks then plan the most efficient and expedient way to fix those leaks. Were these domestic kind of leaks or were these commercial? These were minor, big assets, small? So as it worked out, it's across um, the commercial and residential properties. So there's about 30,000 properties that had to be surveyed. And in that, they found that there was around 3,000 odd leaks that needed to be addressed. You were then, I guess, given the responsibility to to help them to take the program to another level. Can you tell us a little bit about um, the mobile mapping that you were doing? So working in conjunction with the um, the water team at um, Power and Water, um, we advise them on the right technology that can actually support the program. So for the business themselves drove the program and they did a lot of the work to configure the application and then deploy it onto the mobile devices for people in the field. The technology itself was actually the Esri ArcGIS platform and the, the actual tool was called Collector for ArcGIS. And does it have other applications? Yeah, it's got a lot of applications. It's used quite extensively in the emergency services, um, law enforcement, um, defence, government, local government. Um, lots of commercial organisations use it for collecting data in the field. Other utilities use use the tool to um, do inspections of assets. They collect the data once, it's uploaded to a central repository and they can start doing the analytics. Whereas in the past, a lot of these field data inspections, mobile, um, or sorry, field data, um, data collection processes used pen and paper. In this way, it's on any device, um, connected or disconnected, they collect the data it gets uploaded, the business gets the data faster, they can trust it as well. 
NT Power and Water now have the tools they need. They're sending their staff out to do um, surveying, is that right? Yeah, they send the staff out to do um, you know, leak inspections or residential or commercial property inspections, identifying the leak at the site. Um, they collect some data onto the application, but they also can take a photo and append that to the data set. So that's really good to verify that it's the right data in the right location. Then that comes back into their, um, their central areas. The business people have access to it. They can then make an assessment whether they have to address that leak ASAP or if it's a slow leak, they can reprioritise. They can then put that together, send it out to the plumbers. And so this was one of the big um, community engagement exercises that they were looking to do was to get the plumbers of the Northern Territory engaged with them to build a new culture of being water smart. So the plumbers have the same app or a similar app. They go out and do the repair. They can then assess the repair on site with the same app, take the data, get a photo, prove that it's been done, goes back in, it can all be signed off that um, the leak has been fixed. And the future for this sort of application for NT Power and Water and, and indeed for any other organisation must be pretty exciting. What were the real successes the pro this particular project? I think in, in my mind some of the real successes were that they were able to actually improve the sharing and collaboration across their business. Um, and not only across the business, but also out to external stakeholders. So in, in any sort of environment where when you're a, a utility, you've got stakeholders like your departments of housing, transport, that sort of stuff. You've got um, you know, uh, property owners, um, rent providers, that sort of thing. And you've got the community of people who live in these um, residences or they work in the commercial entities. With the, the tools that they're enabled, they can actually communicate back to those people that we've identified a leak, we've fixed that leak, it's all done. Um, this was all wrapped up with a community rebate program around leak detection and fixing, and that helped in terms of making sure the assurance of that program was correct. Some of the challenges, were there a few? I think there were a few challenges in terms of it's, it's different to change someone who's used to a paper-based process to a digital process. Um, I think one of the big value points though was they were able to deploy the application within two weeks of starting. So there was no 12 month period of getting requirements, building something up, going through testing and training and then getting it out there. They were able to get it out there quickly, but while it's out there they could actually reconfigure or do any tweaks to it to get it more accurate for the data they needed. And why were they able to get it out so quickly? The Collector for ArcGIS application is actually a, an application template off the ArcGIS platform. It runs on a pure cloud platform called ArcGIS Online. And it meant that all they needed to do was configure it to the right capabilities they needed. So for other organisations who might be looking at doing this sort of uh, leak detection or other uh, mobile mapping projects, what would you say to them? I'd say First, look at what you've got in your organisation. In many cases, you'll probably find some ESRI um, capabilities in there. Um, look for using templates rather than try to develop things from scratch, because one of the things that I think everybody thinks about with mobility is fast, easy to use, quick to deploy, um, you know, usable by anybody. 
So look at those apps and platforms that have the apps that just need configuration to get the data you need. Um, also, don't be afraid to just get going on it, start. You don't need to wait six months of lots and lots of planning for it because once you make the decision that you need to collect the data in the field, you need that data. Talking to me today has been Doug Van Gelder, the National Manager for Utilities at Esri Australia. Thanks so much for joining me. My pleasure.